in the relentless pursuit of more human drama, Keith, today the Ed Stoltz story continues with Ed and his radio stations. I know, it, it just never ends. Constant fodder for the media insulting. We are loving the new hybrid radio model, but the question is, will it get here soon enough to really make much of a difference for the radio business? And Town Square Media gets an awful lot of love from the radio business that, uh, you know, they know what they're doing, digital first, yada, yada, yada. But boy, the street doesn't love them. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Good morning. We are back after a Memorial Day weekend with another edition of Media Insultant. Our opinions, comments, thoughts, ideas, miscellaneous ramblings, and geek talk from time to time. (laughs) I'm Jackson Weaver in the Seattle area. My co-host is Keith Samuels in Southern California. We do this each Tuesday and Thursday. Excuse me, Tuesday and Friday now. Tuesday and Friday we do this. And we... We welcome you once again. This is Tuesday. We're right day after Memorial Day. We're both kind of suffering from a little uh, little post-party lagging, I guess. But this is Tuesday, the May 31st edition of Media Insultant. We don't get very schmaltzy here, Keith, but we do want to say uh, how much we appreciate everyone's service as a day after Memorial Day salute from the media insultant. But it was interesting because yesterday I was listening to one of your favorite stations, Coast in L.A., with uh, what, what's her name? Ellen Kay? Ellen Kay, yes. Mrs. Mrs. Roy Lachlan, yes. yes. And she was taking some dedication. She had a conversation with a gentleman who'd been in Vietnam and was telling a very sad story about losing a couple of his friends and still chokes mm-hmm. him up. And and, and mm-hmm. she was very sympathetic to it. And he said, would you play Galveston for me by Glenn Campbell? And she said, of course, coming right up. Well, Galveston obviously isn't on Coast's playlist. So she played... No, in, <laughs> far from in, it. In one of the cheesiest <laughs> things I've ever heard... She played a 30-second edited version of Galveston with a hook. No, she didn't oh, play no, the whole no, song? No, she played 30 seconds. Dun, dun, and then it was over. She played the she hook? She played the hook. It was so tacky. Oh. I thought, okay, look, I know it's not on your playlist, but, you know, it's Memorial Day. It's not as if her audience would be offended by Galveston. So, you know, what can I say? Even Ellen has a, an opportunity to trip up a little bit. I thought it was a really tacky move for iHeart and for and for Coast in the morning. Well, you, gosh, you know, I, we should we should log a, a complaint. You know, we should, you know let's let's send a, send a letter to send an email to Ellen. I'm sure you know I'm sure there's a, a you know something on the website. Let's get oh, that's after right. it. Let's, let's, I, let's let's make it. Let's 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 have the media insultants make Ellen play Galveston song. just once. The full song, just once. Delilah would play it. No clue what. No clue what they were thinking about. That's a good idea, though. You know, yeah, that's that's strange because you know Ellen's Ellen's really a nice. That's gal. what I've heard. I mean, she's yeah, really I've heard she's great. Yeah, she's really great. And and you know when uh, when I was at iHeart, although those many decades ago, you know she was teamed up with with Ryan. She really made Ryan a great on-air host after Lisa Fox was his sidekick on Star and was great with him. And then he, he you know, jumps ship to Kiss and works with Ellen, and the show is great. And now Ellen, Ellen is, is, you know, one of the few morning women, you know, female personalities in Morning Drive anywhere in the country. And she just happens to be on, like, one of the top 
two or three rated stations in LA, maybe number one in some books. And uh, she does great. Oh, wow, that's yeah. So that, but that's that oh, was... come on. It's a holiday. It's Memorial Day. You're taking a dedication from a, a Vietnam vet. You play the whole freaking song. Yeah, well, know. that's because you oh. know somewhere there's a programmer who's monitoring every minute on the uh, PPM monitors, and yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, moving on here. You and I have talked about hybrid radio for some time. And just to clarify, hybrid radio is an in-car application where your car radio picks up the over-the-air signal. And if the over-the-air signal fades or is uh, distorted or, or doesn't come through anymore, then your stream takes over. And so it kicks over to the stream, typically through the 5G that your, that your car is connected to, through the 5G network. So the, okay. the cool thing about hybrid radio is now it doesn't matter what your power is. You can have 5 watts or 5,000 watts or 100,000 watts. Once they've, you've tuned into the station, it'll pick up your stream and or your over-the-air, whichever is the better of the two. So it's really for radio in-car, gives them parity with all the other streaming sources. Full fidelity, no picket fencing, uh, and the best thing is there's data feedback, Keith. Because you're hooked up to the IP, you can send back data that says, you know, this is Keith listening in his 1962 Suzuki, you know, 4x4 on the back roads of Hollywood. Okay, you don't... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that me. Is you, right? Four-wheeling it down the hills. Yeah, four-wheeling up Laurel there Canyon. Yeah. Well, you know, but my question is this, Jackson. So if you're, you and the missus are driving over to Leavenworth to visit the grandson, you get to about North Bend... And is that where warm, when you're listening to warm, is that where it kind of fades out? And then going through the pass, yeah. the stream takes yeah, well, over? That's right. That's right. So the stream takes over. Now, the, the one thing that you've got to be clear about is you still have to have cell phone connectivity. Now, and uh-huh. that would be a problem somewhere in parts of the country where there just isn't any cell phone connectivity. And we've driven through mountains and along coastal ranges yeah. where there isn't a lot of cell phone connectivity. But that's a very small percentage of the listening that's going on or of the the available audience that's there at any one time. So, as you as you and I have said, we think this is really cool. It's brought to you by, it's developed by Xperia, the same people who did HD radio, which after 15 years is in 85% of the cars, and nobody listens to it. Although I will yeah, say... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we're just into those H... Look at all those rankers where you see those HD2, HD3 stations right up there at the... Very bottom right. of the rankers. Well, and the yeah. fascinating yeah. thing is in most of those cases, those are not the HD channels that are being listened to. Those are an FM translator that are being listened to. Uh-huh. That's what gets the listening audience, but the credit goes to the HD station. Yeah, I know. It's it's Nielsen's okay. methodology. You know, what can I say? I've yeah. lived with that for a long time. It just is. Well, th- And thank God you're around exactly. to explain Exactly. That's my because... thought, too. Yeah, so who, so which manufacturers have this this available now? Is there anybody that's okay, got great. this? So- Mercedes now is including it in all their cars, and that's really going to be the, the trick. Is uh, the, the trick to making hybrid radio really work is going to be downloading new software into a, cars with existing compatibility and going forward. Now, the average cars have been around about 11 years, so it's going to take at least that long for the hybrid radio to really be ubiquitous. And that's my question, is can radio survive another 10 years? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he said, you know, 10 years ago, we said this business is going to last another 10 years. And he said, we're still here, but, you know, it's certainly a lot 
a lot smaller business than it used to be. Well, but I think also too these manufacturers. I know it happens with my Beamers. They just they, they just get a thumb drive out and plug it into my my car, and they and they update the operating system of the the dash. And so, you know, there's new little features that all of a sudden are appeared after you've gotten your oil change. So they're, they're saying now that it's uh, that length of time to get new technology into vehicles has shrunk down to almost you know your service visits not so much when you uh, when you trade in your car in 3 to 5 years well and and a lot of them also are coming with the built-in download capability through 5G and that's one of the things that's, also that, that next too. gen yeah. next gen TV wants to get in on that but why they uh, I don't see the revenue for television stations doing that particularly because 5G is going to be ubiquitous and even 4G will download enough data so but anyway well, but here, but here in LA, that next gen feature would be great because then, when you're when you're leading a high speed chase, when you've stolen uh, somebody's Beamer and you're driving down the 405 at 150 miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic, you want to be able to look down at the dash and see your the helicopter shot of your sorry ass going down the freeway with the cops behind you on uh, KTLA Channel Five and going, look, I'm I've made it, I'm on TV, this is great. And you know, and then you hit the, the strips where they expire, the spike strips, and then you you spin off. And but you had your you, moment. You're of upside. Glory. Yeah, you're upside down in Carson on the side of the freeway. So there you go. Well, but, one final know, thought that's, is that's radio's got to deal with whether it's hybrid or not. Yeah. Fifteen spots in a stop set is not going to work. Yeah, no, no. Got to got to no. change that. Okay. Ed Stoltz and, and Larry, Larry Patrick, Patrick. That our dream team. Yeah, they yeah. are our dream team. <laughs> Uh, and just to bring everybody up to speed, uh, Ed Stoltz owns three radio stations, San Francisco, Palm Springs, and Las Vegas. None of them of any consequence. None of them have ever made any money. He ends up in bankruptcy court. Larry Patrick, that's the Larry I was thinking about, Larry Patrick, takes over operating them on, under court order. And it has been back right. and forth in court for, boy, at least two years, two and a half years as so far, Keith. And back and forth they go. And the latest thing that happened is is Stoltz has a reorganization plan that essentially says, I get paid, nobody else does. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, didn't Ed go to a bankruptcy court in Las Vegas and they took the stations out of the receivership that Patrick was running and gave, it back, gave them back uh, to Ed? They did, which is still inexplicable, but they did. So, and that part of this process, then he has to come back to that court with a reorganization that, plan. And he that did. That is correct. And in that reorganization plan, literally, he doesn't pay Larry Patrick over a million dollars. <laughs> he doesn't pay uh, in any of his other creditors. He doesn't pay any of his lawyers who've run up millions of dollars worth of a tab for him. He is going to pay himself about $400,000 because right. he said those are expenses he's incurred. And he's going to pay his bankruptcy lawyers. And then he says he's going to sell San Francisco for in excess of $10 million, and he'll pay everybody off. Well, so Larry Patrick comes back and says, oh, you've got to be kidding me. This guy is just nothing but delay, delay, delay. Lie, lie, lie. And as you know, he has sold the stations under the bankruptcy petition that when he was, when he was running it, he sold it, all three to VCY, a religious group. Yeah, Larry Patrick did as he Thanks. was as he was asked to do by the uh, the bankruptcy court, and, the, and as part of his receivership was that he would find find a buyer and pay everybody off, and the rest of the money would go to That's Ed. Right. right? That's exactly right. Well, so Stoltz come or Stoltz comes back and, at this, and he says, "No, no, no, no. I can get so much more money." And of course, Patrick okay. says, "Look, this is just a delay. It's going to take him at least a year or two to sell San Francisco." 
And there hasn't been any interest in that station since 2017. That's five years. So he just says, this is an unworkable plan. Stoltz never made any money. Stoltz's plan said, well, if we get the stations back, I'll run them and make lots of money. He said, this is just a stall tactic to hang on to the stations. So he goes on to say there is no likelihood, Larry does, Larry Patrick says, no likelihood of rehabilitation. And, and just in case the court didn't like what Larry Patrick was selling, Patrick said, okay, just throw the whole mess into a Chapter 7, which is a complete liquidation, and we'll take our chances from there, and the creditors will be paid for out of the $6 million that VCY has already got an offer on the table for. So what a mess. Any final lessons? Are we, or is it the same lesson over and over and over again? Well, with Ed, it's the same lesson over and over again because as, as, as Bank of America uh, had him legally uh, labeled a vexatious litigant, in a case that they had against him, uh, you know, years ago, uh, you know, this guy is like vexatious litigant means that he just abuses the court system to to delay any kind of action against him that's that's deserved in many cases. But because he keeps finding different ways to sue or or counter sue or you know different filings of different sorts, he he keeps dragging this stuff on forever. And Larry Patrick's basically saying that's it, that's it, either. Either you give them back to me and we sell them to, to uh, VCY and we pay off all the creditors and whatever leftover goes to Ed, or you go to Chapter 7 and we liquidate, the, the whole stuff gets liquidated. But this guy isn't operating. He's, he doesn't make money operating. He's got way too many creditors that he'll never pay them off. And his pie-in-the-sky value for these stations is ridiculous. And you were in, you were in La Quinta for five weeks, and his, his, his Palm Springs station was never on the air for a minute during that time when you were down there. So it's like even the stations he's operating aren't on right. the and air. Right, and he, he, you know? he so represents to the court that he's operating those stations, and I don't think he is, yeah. No, no. So you just, just finish it and then hopefully be done with guys like this in our business. You know, it's just But crazy. he'll be back. We'll have more episodes of oh, yes, you will. <laughs> as, as the world turns with Ed Stoltz. Okay. As the stomach yeah, turns. So there you so go. True. Well, you know, in the radio business, we have a small group of stations that do, does about $400 million a year called Town Square Media. And Town Square is small market radio stations primarily, but they also have a very prominent digital presence, Correct. So they not right. only are selling digital in the markets they have radio, they are selling digital all across the country, regardless of whether they have a radio station in the market or not. So they are right. leading with what they call a digital-first strategy. And that makes some sense, and it's up to, they claim up to 50% of their gross revenue is coming now out of digital. But the challenge is that, first of all, digital isn't as profitable, but that's all right. They seem to, they seem to do all right with it. But the real problem is, Keith... You know, you can look at back over their stock for five years. It's down 6.5% from where it was five years ago. It's down almost 30% from where it was 12 months ago. It's in the same pool as iHeart and Cumulus and Odyssey. Uh, why? Well, you know, none of those stocks are performing very well, and there is a big radio group behind Town Square in this case. Bless you there. Um, but... I think currently, and I think, you know, one of the things that we're seeing in digital, if you've been, you know, watching the last several months of the, you know, the stock market's down and none of the digital companies are performing at the promised growth level that they've promised Wall Street. So their, grow, their growth 
has slowed. It's not negative, but it's not 25%. It's, it's maybe single digits or low double figures in terms of ad sales growth. And now there's kind of panic in the streets. Snap last week was down, missed the market uh, guess, and you know they got their stock crushed. Facebook and Google are, are not growing at where they where they were. And when you're 50% digital, Town Square essentially does this. They sell they 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 sell subscription digital services. So they go into small and medium-sized markets and haul on small and medium-sized businesses and go, look, for this much a month, we'll design and 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 update your website, we'll do your uh, search engine optimization, and we'll do whatever digital advertising you want to do on Facebook and Google. And and Instagram and Snap and YouTube and whatever else and people go great I'll spell, I'll sign up for 1500 bucks a month or 3 grand a month or whatever it is and they're doing this with thousands of small businesses but if that business isn't as valuable to big businesses small businesses and even medium businesses as it was a year ago that's going to affect town square in a serious way that's going to mean their subscription business might drop but also the add-on that they do hey let us do your search for you let us do your digital for you you know on a flighted basis so you know their, their radio group provides a lot of cash flow you know there's those are good stations in small markets and and seemingly well run okay and uh, and they're providing a lot of cash flow that's the backstop they've got and i think it'll allow them to 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 you know get through this digital uh, whitewater we're going through right now odyssey david field would love to be down just six and a half percent over the past five years his stock is down probably 665 percent yeah. you know, so you know uh, so but it's interesting but it's radio that's driving the cash flow their other business they're, they're basically reps for Google and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and you uh, and, and that stuff so and Facebook so you know you know they're, they're they have feet in both camps, and I think you know if one's great, that's great. But if the other one's down, it's going to drive their stock down a little bit. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that as much. Uh, you know, from the standpoint that the whole digital side of the business has taken a, a drop, and you know there are a couple of pundits who now are saying, "Whoa, wait a minute, maybe digital's going to slow down this year. Maybe we're not going to have another twenty yeah. percent increase in digital advertising this year." So it'll be interesting because. The sad part is for Town Square is I think they have a good strategy that the market really doesn't respect, and that's just going to take them time to work their way out. If they ever do. Yeah, good point. So we'll good see. Point. So speaking of time, we've done it. We've blown through another 20 minutes of somebody's life that they'll never get back. Media Insultants dropped new shows each Tuesday and Friday, and we invite you to listen to each and every one of them, of course. On all the podcasting platforms, videos are under the Media Insultant Showcase on Vimeo. We're a production of In-Town Media, an interim contract management company for broadcasters. And Media Insultant will be back on Friday when we will, I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll come up with something. What do you say, Keith? Ooh, they'll be, oh, they'll, they'll be got some juicy stuff. Netflix versus Nielsen coming up. Battle yeah, of the big ends. All right. <laughs> Have a good week, my friend. See you Friday. All right, Jackson. Take care, buddy. See you then.